What is up, girlfriend? Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Turk, and I am so dang pumped that you are here. This is a space that is all about real, from the heart, for the soul chats designed to help other women like me fearlessly pursue their dreams, build habits that serve them, and chase after becoming the women that the Lord called them to be. I'm going to get really vulnerable with all my soul sisters out there as I share tangible tools that will help women build the lives that they've dreamed of for the glory of God. We are going to have a whole lot of fun, keep it super real, share in some really great words and fellowship, and take action together that will make us really freaking proud of the women that we are and the women that we are becoming. Buckle up, because here we go. We are doing the dang thing. Hey, Soul Sister, welcome back. I am so pumped that you are here today, and I'm super excited about today's episode because we are going to be talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. This is something that I truly, truly believe is a huge part of what has me sitting here talking to you right now that has made me the woman that I am today and that is going to continue helping me to grow into the woman that the Lord has called me to be. Whoa, that is a hefty statement. I know, but it is true. And I pray that as I share this with you today, that it will strike a chord or ignite a flame in you, which will get you thinking about and taking some very important action to not only make you a stronger, more confident version of yourself, but will help you to grow into the woman that the Lord has called you to be. So grab a cup of coffee, girlfriend, and buckle up. This is going to be a good one. Now, before we dive in, I want to set the stage with some very important questions that I've asked myself over the years. And as I do, I want to challenge you to really think about and reflect on these questions for yourself too. What do you think about yourself? Seriously, what do you think about who you are, where you are, and the life that you are living? Are you proud of yourself? Do you feel good about the decisions you are making, the things you place value in, and how you spend your time and energy? What do you say to yourself? If your best friend, mom, or sister heard you saying the things that you said to yourself when you looked in the mirror, would they be hyping you up too? Or would they be mad at you for speaking that way to yourself? How much do you love yourself? Are you excited to be you, and do you think that you are amazing? If I asked you to tell me all the things that you loved, how long would it take for you to name yourself? Are you obsessed with yourself? Sounds kind of weird and might feel conceited to think about, but this is not an ego question. This is a confidence question. Are you obsessed with how much you have grown, the woman that you are, and the woman that you are becoming? Do you believe in yourself? This one might hurt to think about, but it needs to be thought about. Do you believe that you can do the things that the Lord is calling you to do? Are you confident in who you are and your abilities? If any of those questions struck a chord with you, good. I am glad they did because they should have been a pretty serious gut check as you reflect on the dialogue that you have with yourself. I'm going to add these questions to the show notes because after listening to today's episode, I want you to really spend some time reflecting on your your current answers to these questions. And then I really want you to think about the answers to these questions that you want to have. I strongly believe that this is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself because the narrative that you are telling yourself and the dialogue that you are having with yourself not only affects how confident you show up to life, but is also a direct correlation to the love that you have for yourself, girlfriend. Now, let's add one more question to the list. 
What is the narrative that you are telling yourself about yourself? Is it negative? Are you telling yourself that you are unworthy, incapable, undeserving, hard to love, and too much or too little? Do you focus on all of the should have, could have, would haves, and spend so much energy focusing on the things that you cannot change? Do you look in the mirror and tear yourself apart looking for the things you wish were different about your appearance or your personality? When you think about yourself, are you longing to be more like the people around you or the people that you see on social media? When you think about stepping into the things that the Lord is calling you to do, are you telling yourself all the reasons that you can't, shouldn't, or don't deserve to do those things? Or is it positive? And are you telling yourself that you are worthy, capable, deserving, loved, and enough? Are you spending your energy focusing on all of the good you do have in life? And are you focusing on the things that matter and that are are in direct that you are in direct control of in your life, like where you place your value and the type of people that you surround yourself with. When you look in the mirror, are you speaking kindly to yourself, loving your body and your personality as it is, even if it's not where you want it to be and there are things that you are still working on? When you think about yourself, are you obsessed with who you are and who you are becoming? When you think about stepping into the things that the Lord has called you to do, are you confident that you can do it? And do you know without a shadow of a doubt that he has equipped you to achieve them? What is the narrative that you are telling yourself about yourself? I am confident that this is the most important question that you will ask yourself today. And I am certain that reflecting on these questions is going to result in finding some areas where there is some serious internal work that needs to be done. I know that over the years, I found myself asking these questions, and that has always been the case for me. I ask myself these questions super frequently, and it always results in a gut check, which leads me to things that I need to work on and places that I need to grow in my life. Now, I want to pause and back up for a second. I want to share a little bit with you about the way that I used to feel about myself and the stories that I have spent years telling myself about who I was. I promise to be real and vulnerable with y'all. And truthfully, this is kind of hard for me to talk about because I do not like to admit that I allowed myself to feel this way about myself. But I want to keep it real. And it is my hope that sharing this will strike a chord or ignite a flame in you to help you overcome the lies because that is what they are that you are telling yourself about yourself. I can vividly remember sitting in my college dorm room, looking at myself in the mirror, struggling with lots of doubt and the feeling of not being enough, not successful enough, not pretty enough, not smart enough, not skinny enough, not outgoing enough. I felt like the dreams that I had for myself and the goals that I was working towards were unattainable because there was something about me that was not enough. So I hid. I was afraid to show the world who Lindsay truly was, my sense of humor, my loudness, my crazy shenanigans, my voice. For way too long, I cared way too much about what other people thought about me, the decisions I made, the way that I dressed, the friends that I had, my personality. I was a people pleaser that was so busy making sure that everyone else loved me that I forgot to fall in love with myself. As I grew into a more adult version of myself throughout college, I was caught up with trying to be the right version of myself for other people. I was playing life safe, making myself small and dulling my own life because I felt like being fully myself might make other people uncomfortable or annoyed. I had this feeling of being too, too loud, too confident, too bold, too optimistic. My dreams were too big. I talked too much. I worked too hard. 
these versions of myself were not healthy because they were rooted in negativity. And more importantly, they were lies. The result of this narrative was an overwhelming amount of struggle involving being enough, asking myself if I was too much, questioning my worthiness, having an intense internal battle surrounding my confidence and who I was and what I was capable of doing. The narrative I was telling myself was not positive. It was not uplifting and it definitely was not in line with who God says that I am. If you've listened to the first episodes of the Hey Soul Sister podcast and you've heard me talk about how my health and fitness journey turned into my self-growth journey. And if you haven't, then I would love for you to to go back and listen to them um, to learn more about me, this podcast, and what to expect in this corner of the podcast universe. Anyways, as I've shared, when I began my health and fitness journey, I became obsessed with working on bettering myself. Taking care of my physical health had inspired me to want to become the best, happiest, healthiest version of myself. I was not just working out and eating healthy. I was pouring into myself physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. One of the biggest results of all this work that I was doing on myself was that I realized what a crappy story that I had been telling myself. I realized that the internal talk that I'd been having with myself was not only negative, but it was toxic. Through reading personal development books, listening to podcasts, and beginning to really prioritize my time with Jesus, I had really started to realize this. And then I had a very real wake-up call during quiet time with Jesus one morning. One of my all-time favorite devotions is 100 Days to Brave by Annie F. Downs. And I sat down one morning to read my devotion from this book, and it challenged me to see that the narrative that I had been telling myself was not in line with who God says that I am. Through her words and further prayer and reflection, I came to realize that God has already said who I am. He does that for all of us, and we are released to believe that we are who he says we are. We are released to know that we are deeply loved and accepted, no matter what, by the creator of the universe and our good, good father. But we have to be brave enough to not only believe it, but to know that he is where our worth should be found, not in other people, not in the lies that we are telling ourselves. NEF Downs says it best. Believing truth is always a choice. In every situation, in every conversation, and in every moment, you begin to criticize yourself. You have a choice to fight the truth for the truth or to give into the lies. There is so much power when you begin to understand that you are who God says you are, not who other people say you are or who you believe that you are. Sister, let me tell you, letting go of my desire to please others and no longer allowing myself to play life safe, make myself small, or dull my own light was the most freeing experience. I can live, speak, act, and love openly because I believe I am who God says that I am. My inner mean girl and insecurities are quieter. My worries are lighter and my heart is fuller because I root myself in what God says about me and I know how he feels about me. Reflecting on and realizing this is truly what has helped me to take the narrative that I was telling myself from being toxic and negative to being empowering and positive. Psalm 139, 14 says, I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. 
Psalm 139 was written by David, and in this psalm, he specifically notes how God has creative power beyond our comprehension, recognizing that the creation of mankind is marvelous and distinct from the creation of everything else because no two people are completely identical. David was fully convinced that God had fearfully and wonderfully made him, and he even says, I know that full well. Shouldn't we all strive to be like David? striving to praise God because his works are wonderful and we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We should. And the best way that we can do that is to align the narrative that we tell ourselves with who God says that we are. Doing this will not only make us a stronger, more confident version of ourselves, but it will help us to grow into the women that the Lord has called us to be. There is no one else like each one of us because no two people are completely identical. That should charge us to confidently step into who we are in order to glorify the Lord. Now, I hope that you're nodding along with me, sipping that Americana of yours like, yes, Lindsay, I am with you. But I'm also sure that you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm totally with you on this, Lindsay. And that sounds, you know, amazing and all. But practically speaking, how do we do this? What do we practically do? And what steps do we take in order to shift this narrative? Which is, oh yeah, the most valid question. And I am pumped to share some of the main things that are helping me to do this. I do have a very important disclaimer though. While I have drastically shifted my narrative and I confidently sit here today, proud of the person that I am, completely loving myself, knowing who I am and whose I am, these are certainly still things that I am working on. My inner mean girl is real and some days she wins, but I am certain that as I continue working on these things and rooting myself in who the Lord says that I am, that I will continue becoming a stronger, more confident version of myself and will continue growing into the woman that the Lord has called me to be. So I am totally still working on this too, girlfriend. You are not alone. We are truly in this together. So how do we change the narrative that we are telling ourselves about ourselves? What are the steps that we can take to make this incredibly important shift? Number one, prayer. Truthfully, prayer is where I begin and end everything that I do. God has showed up time and time again in my life, giving me the strength and courage that I need to accomplish hard things as I have prayed. I pray that God reminds us to be rooted in him, that we are able to experience the power that comes when we begin to understand that we are who God says that we are, not who other people say we are and not who we believe that we are. I pray for the strength to fight for the truth and not give into the lies that other people and ourselves say about who we are. I pray that we strive to be like David, being confident that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in order to allow ourselves to confidently use our uniqueness to glorify the Lord. I pray that we are able to align ourselves with the Lord um, and who he says about who we are in order to tell ourselves the accurate, positive narrative about who we are. Number two, keep the right messages in front of ourselves. The way that we feel is a byproduct of who and what we surround ourselves with. So we must choose very wisely on the messaging that we surround ourselves with, especially in a social media dominated world. Anyone that knows me knows that I am all about words and messaging. I have learned that keeping the right messages around me is key for remaining positive and uplifted, which allows me to tell myself the right narrative about myself. 
My technology backgrounds, mirrors, and the places that I look frequently are covered with messages about my truths, reminders of who I am and whose I am. When I focus on keeping positivity, my truths, and the promises of God and his words in front of me, it is so much easier for me to be kind to myself, to remain positive, and to remember who I am seeking to glorify. All of which helps me to feel strong and confident, preaching the right positive narrative to myself. And finally, number three, ask ourselves the right questions. We need to ask ourselves the right questions and determine what our current answers are and what we want our answers to be. At the beginning of of this episode, I asked the following questions. What do you think about yourself? Are you proud of yourself? What do you say to yourself? How much do you love yourself? Are you obsessed with yourself? Do you believe in yourself? What is the narrative that you are telling yourself about yourself? Over the years, I've asked myself these questions reflecting on where I am. Doing so has allowed me to dial in some serious self-awareness about where I am, which has in turn helped me to determine areas that I need to work on to grow to be where I want to be. Now, being fully transparent, Asking myself these questions recently, I realized that I have not been being very kind to myself. The things that I've been saying to myself are not the most positive as it relates to part of my physical appearance, which is total BS, by the way. So I've really been focusing on trying to catch myself when I go to that negative place and speak, like literally speak out loud positive things about myself and and tell myself the things that I love about myself. I truly believe that asking these questions is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself because the narrative that you are telling yourself and the dialogue that you are having with yourself not only affects how confident you show up to life, but it's also a direct correlation of the love that you have for yourself. Girlfriend, I promise you and believe with every piece of me that if I wouldn't have shifted the narrative that I have told myself from a place of negativity to positivity, that I would not be sitting here talking to you today. If it weren't for me becoming obsessed with working on bettering myself, I wouldn't be the Lindsay that loves herself, is confident in who she is, proud of who she is becoming, and certain that she has what it takes to chase after the things that the Lord has laid before her. Shifting to the narrative that you tell yourself has the power to change your life. So let's do the dang thing, sister. Let's strive to be like David, confident that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, preaching the right positive narrative to ourselves, which allows us to chase after becoming the women that the Lord has called to us to be. We got this, girlfriend. I am so freaking thankful to be on this journey together. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, girlfriend. If you love this episode and it's really resonating with you, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with one of your soul sisters or share it on your social media and tag me so I can reach out and thank you for helping to get the message out. I am the most dang thankful that we are on this journey together to become really freaking proud of the women that we are and the women that we are becoming. We are doing the dang thing and I can't wait to see where it takes us.